This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Includes four discretionary open call grant programs, places in neighborhoods awarding $100,000, impact $200 with $200,000, emergency services support with $100,000, and community works with $400,000. An additional 200 grand will benefit diversity, equity, and inclusion. To kick off the program, Moving Forward awarded the African American Genealogical Society $50,000 to honor Black History Month. More at NowDecatur.com. They'll get a somber and heroes welcome. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. The remains of three American soldiers killed in the attack on a U.S. base in Jordan will be flown today to Dover Air Force Base. President Biden will be there. The White House blames the Islamic resistance in Iraq. That's an umbrella group of Iran-backed proxies. The president reportedly weighing strikes against targets in Iraq and Syria. And Fox's Madeline Rivera. We may find out today details of a border security compromise plan being worked out at the Senate to stop record illegal immigration. Many House Republicans are already wary of it. Speaker Mike Johnson just told Fox Business. We have no idea who's come in, what, what terrorist cells are set up around our country, what they're plotting right now. In New York City, an update on some migrants here illegally set free without bail after being charged with beating police officers. Police believe four of the migrants who were released after the attack actually hopped on a bus to California Wednesday evening after giving fake names to a church group. The court says they have no idea where these four men are, but that they're required to return for their scheduled hearings. One of them leaving the court earlier this week, even taking the time to give the middle finger to reporters. Fox's Brooks Singman. A new Fox News poll gives former President Trump an eight-point lead over President Biden in Georgia in a potential 2024 rematch. They're tied in another battle great battleground state, Wisconsin. The president went to Michigan touting We created 800,000 manufacturing jobs. Remember they told us we were dead, manufacturers dead in America? China was going to eat our lunch? Well, guess what, man? We don't taste that good. In about a half hour, we'll get the January jobs report expected to show 180,000 new hires, less than December. We just got a weather report from a rodent who did not see his shadow this morning. Glad tidings on this Groundhog Day. An early spring is on the way. That's the proclamation from Punxsutawney Phil in Pennsylvania. Of course, there are other lesser-known groundhogs in other places in the U.S. who will also predict the weather, and they often don't agree. America's listening to Fox News. If you have a bank account, pay attention. Your savings could be at risk. The U.S. banking system is once again under extreme stress. This jeopardizes you and your family. But there is an easy way to protect yourself. Gold. Contact Noble Gold Investments today and safeguard your family's financial future. As a thank you for opening a qualified account, they'll give you a free quarter-ounce gold standard coin. Visit NobleGoldInvestments.com. NobleGoldInvestments.com. Gold. Safety. For uncertain times. Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes and their families. Join me in donating $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. We mentioned the Fox News polls giving former President Trump an eight-point lead over President Biden and the two tied in uh, two different states, Georgia and Wisconsin. It also shows in that state of Georgia, two in three voters are worried about the 81-year-old president's mental state. Half are concerned about Trump mental soundness. He's 77. A different poll 
Shows a lot of people aren't happy with how President Biden's handling the Middle East. Half of Americans surveyed say Israel's gone too far in its war in Gaza, according to an AP NORC poll of more than 1,100 adults taken at the end of January. The growing disapproval of Israel's military response to the October 7th Hamas attack, most striking among independents at 52%, up from 39% in November, and Republicans, 33%, up from 18%. For Democrats, a small jump 63% versus 58 and 46% of Democrats approve of how President Biden is handling the conflict though there's a fracture with about six in ten non-white Democrats disapproving versus about half of white Democrats approving Lillian Wu Fox News a rock star who's spoken out about that war is up against the wall the record label for Pink Floyd co-founder Roger Waters reportedly plans to drop him following accusations of anti-Semitism. Variety reports the German company BMG is parting ways with Waters after inflammatory comments regarding Israel and Ukraine in recent months. The record label had planned to release a newly recorded version of Pink Floyd's 1973 album Dark Side of the Moon last year. But the new CEO canceled that deal last summer. Carmen Roberts, Fox News. On Wall Street before the jobs report, stock futures are rising. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Hi, I'm Peggy Myers from Hickory Point Bank. We understand the importance of local ownership, stability, longevity, experience, the qualities that assure our customers that we're here not only for their benefit, but for the strength of the community we serve. One thing you could always count on, we'll always be committed to serving our friends and neighbors right here in Decatur. Hickory Point Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Does social engineering from leftist corporations make you feel like we're living in the twilight zone? Well, if so, you're not alone. Pure Talk, my wireless company, a veteran-owned company, they know the silent majority is fed up. And by the way, I'm calling on those Americans to stand with the company that champions your values. Those of you who have always had your neighbors back, those of you that believe in pulling yourselves up by your bootstraps, those that realize a little bit of elbow grease can fix just about anything, well, it's time to join the masses who have fled their old wireless company for something better. The exact same cell towers, same 5G network, and you save a fortune with Pure Talk. Now, by the way, they offer all of this at about half the price of the other guys. And with unlimited plans starting at only 20 bucks a month, yeah, the average family saving close to $1,000 a year for the exact same service. Now, our friends at Pure Talk, this veteran-owned company, it's simple to make the switch. They make it simple, fast, and easy. Dial pound 250, say the keyword, save now, from our friends at Pure Talk. Nick has your three-day forecast. Yeah, today we've got a little bit of fog this morning. Then it's going to be sunny, a high of 48. Tonight, partly cloudy, low of 31. For Saturday, mostly sunny, high of 50. And Sunday, mostly sunny with a high near 52. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 35 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7.07. Good morning and welcome to the Friday edition of Buyers and Company. We're going to check in with Dr. Clark from District 61, a uh, big meeting yesterday. We'll get her take uh, and a plea to the community. 
plus Mark Tupper and Tupper on sports and the folks from Brink out of the company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. I want to start with a uh, story that I read yesterday because all you hear is, you, you know, um, where's the improvement? Where's the improvement in public education? And the Center for Education Policy Research at Harvard University yesterday uh, released uh, a, a report. Actually, it was January 31st. It would have been Wednesday uh, throughout all the United States of America. Uh, and over the course of the 2022-2023 school year, students in three states, Illinois, Louisiana, and Mississippi returned to 2019 achievement levels in reading and math. Three out of our 50 states. Now, you can't say that's every single school in Illinois, but there has been improvement. Um, and when it, you look at Indiana and Kansas and, and Missouri and the states that are around us have not. They're still lagging behind uh, those pre-COVID uh, scores. So, it's not all one way or the other. Life rarely is, but we live in a world today where people just want to put it it's all this camp or it's all that camp. Uh, and so if you're going to talk about scores, you got to acknowledge when scores go up. Absolutely. Every gain is a win. Uh, well, there you go. And it doesn't mean you don't have losses and you got to yeah. address those too. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I think the older I get, I just get, and I know it's a comfort level thing. People just put it in this box or they put it in that box and they don't have to think about it. That's it. But you got a lot to think about. <laughs> Uh, almost 8,000 kids uh, coming to your school schools uh, every day, all 14 of them. And you've got literally, you have to deal with so many more different things than, you know, we had fights. We had fights in 1984. The hallway in Eisenhower, I could I probably recall everyone I saw if I thought. More in the 90s at MacArthur when I was there. Well, and, 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 in the, the, and in the 60s when my parents were there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's not acceptable, but it's it's two kids, and, and a lot of us will cross this line, right, <laughs> cross this right. line, and maybe a flailing punch. What we have in society today is you still have some of that, mm-hmm. but you have stuff that's way worse than that. Absolutely. And you have, tragically, and, and I have seen any number of stories uh, just this school year from across the United States of America because everything gets caught on film. Mm-hmm. Where now you get parents coming in and getting involved or bringing older siblings uh, and getting involved. And and you've got a Facebook video and it goes viral because in some sick way people enjoy this as entertainment. I don't understand that at all. Right. You were angry yesterday. That's a good word for it. Yeah. I was going to use your word, but I thought, <laughs> well, it's a family show. Right. Uh, <laughs> which I had not – I thought I hadn't – that you haven't always been serious uh, in our discussions, but that was that was a new emotion for me with you. I've been trying to hold back the tears for lack of words, because, you know, when you're getting to the point to where you don't know how to help our kids that are really crying out for help, you're losing sleep. You know, you're getting angry because you have people in society or even our community that is okay with what they are seeing. 
and that in worse my, than that it's entertainment for yes them. and it's horrific and i don't understand that we have to be the adults dr michelle clark's the superintendent of uh, district 61 let's let's start with uh some of the numbers that you put out there yesterday because i think context is important okay. uh, and context helps people understand the conversation you don't have to put it in this basket or that basket right. there's a lot right. of baskets you got almost eight thousand kids you yes. said yesterday 67 about 65 percent of my 65%. student population has never had a referral so no problems no problems at all. No discipline problems. No discipline. All right. And then how many have had a referral, but there's been intervention, there's been a pathway for them to get better? How, what percentage of those? About 25 to 28% of my students are responding to interventions, which is amazing. So we're only looking at about somewhere between 6 and 8% of the student body. So out of 7,500 kids, I'm probably dealing with 500 kids district-wide. Okay. So now... That doesn't mean that that 6 or 7% can't cause or take up 80% of staff's time, teachers' time, you know, law enforcement, you know, whatever that might look like. Right, on a regular basis because you're trying to get ahead of any issues that may arise from a simple, oh, excuse me, or I didn't mean it or get out of my way that could quickly escalate into something greater. How much of this comes to your buildings because of outside stuff going on, but because of social media, because kids have phones, it ends up happening in your place, but was started, you know, two days ago in a parking lot. 100% of the time. My kids are not fighting because they didn't like what they had for lunch or because they received a bad grade. It is always something on social media or something that happened in the community. Okay. And then it comes home and, and you have to deal with it. Yes. Now, um, the expulsion, when you, we were here, what, a year ago, whenever that was, when you said, look, uh, we've got to go next step and no one wants to give up on kids. But we get to a point where if it's the same 25 kids doing all of the same things and the intervention doesn't work, parents won't help, and you are left with a choice. Yes. Someone described it as pulling weeds in a garden uh, uh, yesterday. If you want the garden to be able to survive, you go to this next level. And I don't think it's something you do hastily. I mean, I, I, I'm sure it's not an easy thing for you. It's not. Um, we still struggle with it. We're up to number 23 now um, in terms of expulsions. Now, is that since the new rule or is that just this year? That is just this school year. Okay. And, you know, you don't want to expel a kid because you're talking about their education But at the same time, when I'm giving them chance after chance, I'm doing videos at the elementary level now and at the high school. So two videos going out. I'm sending robocalls home to parents explaining the expectations and what the end results could be. Enough is enough. Okay. Of those, and once again, not everything is the same, but is there a a large chunk of those kids you're talking about that parents just refuse to do anything in this situation? Yes, because we're even asking if you know of a situation, just pick up the phone and call so we can try to get ahead of it. Um, If we call you and say, come and get your child because this is what's happening, get up and come and get your child or send someone. If you don't know how to help, or you yourself are afraid, reach out to us because there are resources out there for you. Okay. Now, talk to me about alternative education because I hear all kinds of stuff, and and, and it's not my job. I'm not over it. I don't know. What what is the availability to take a kid out of the classroom and put that kid in some other program? 
and then by age, you know, is that right. equal uh, across the board? So we do have a K-12 alternative program within Stephen Decatur Middle School. They are sectioned off, but it's for a small group of kids. I believe the Mexican hold is 60 kids at this date because of the staffing. And you are still looking at class size because remember, we're removing those kids that we feel, okay, you may need a little bit more intensive uh, environment. And so they're going to require more help. We're going beyond this. So even though we have a place for you, we're talking about those kids that are even beyond alternative education. We also have um, Milligan and Futures. We work with them. And then we have some uh, uh, online source that we use called Acellus. And that's a, that's a last resort for us because we want to make sure we keep them in-house. Okay, so talk to me about who pays for that. I mean, if, if those kids are still under your jurisdiction, mm-hmm. There's no cost to the family. There's no cost to the family. DPS pays for everything. Okay. If that same child or kid is expelled, then what happens? Then it becomes a cost to the uh, families because that means they are expelled without services. And we still maintain a connection with all of our programs and our families are receiving discounts in terms of the rates as long as they attend sessions with that particular uh, program. And we typically utilize the sellers for that as well because okay, it's well, accredited. Back up just a second because mm-hmm. you guys know this stuff inside and out. I yes. don't think most people do. So I'm, I'm going to be the Denzel Washington okay. character in Philadelphia. Um, so you, you make the board and the board's involved in these expulsions. This yes. isn't something you just decide in your office. Um, the kid is expelled. There is still a way where they can do that at a discounted rate, but it requires what from the parents? The parents have to attend what is called an SEL session. You're basically meeting with someone talking about why you're here. And then what is the rate of that? I mean, do you know? I mean, is that happening? Do, do parents refuse to do it? Some parents may. Now, I don't have the exact cost with me today, but it's very, very reasonable. If they go attend the session and yes. get the reduced rate. Yes. Okay. So even though there's an expulsion, you still haven't 100% given up. You're still creating some avenues if parents will attend Yes. Uh, to make that affordable. That is correct. And those accredited uh, credits will come right back to the district because the most that we can expel a student for is up to two calendar years, well, school years. Yeah. Um, and they get the opportunity to come back. And so those credits come back with them. Okay. So they can earn even though they've been expelled, even yes. though they're no longer under your charge, there's still a pathway. Yes. If there's parental involvement and they do their end of this. Yes. Okay. I just want to make sure because I think it's, it, it's easy to say like you're just cutting a kid loose and not giving them any chance at all? No, we never do that. We have a list of programs for them uh, within the school and without, and we maintain contact with them as well. Okay. Now, you you mentioned staff shortages or staff. uh, You know, I I imagine as hard as it is to find teachers, it's got to be even harder to find teachers in alternative education programs. That's my perception. It, It is. You're correct because we're talking about behaviors Almost, you know, at least three to five uh, days out of a month where you may have to deal with those tier three students. And in some cases, like our younger kids that were um, the product of COVID, you may be dealing with them daily because they don't know how to do school. We've we've learned that from uh, all of our grade school guests. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. when you go from uh, no school to third grade. Mm-hmm. Right. And you didn't build any of those socialization skills or any of that. That has to be tough. Right. I think as a society, we also remember or have to remember those parents went through COVID, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
and it impacted people in a lot of ways. We got a mental health crisis in this country. Uh, that, uh, and the dirty little secret is if everybody came forward and asked for help, there's not enough help. And you're correct, and there's not enough locations for the help. Yeah. Okay. So yesterday, um, I was impressed with the turnout. Uh, you, you know, there were a lot of people there. Um, you sort of made your case for we can't do this by ourselves. Uh, I mean, this isn't a school problem. This isn't a, a teaching problem. This isn't, you know, a books problem or, we got metal detectors, we got cops, we got security, we've got, you know, this is life and society and our community coming into your building and happening. And it has nothing. I I don't know what else you can do. That's my question. Um, And if I'm missing something, please, you know, let me know. But I feel like we all know who these kids are. We know the families Think about what we can do to be support. And that's what I said. It does take a village. The village is here. Yeah. But we have to start in the household. And I and I just, I, I'm stuck there, you know, to be honest with you. You know, as I was listening to you yesterday and having conversations around my table and, and uh, thinking about ways, because I, I, I don't, I mean, that, that my mind works like solve things. You, mm-hmm. you know, how do we you know, think outside the box to do something they're not doing anywhere else and, right. and, and not be cynical about things, right? right. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't want to be the guy who goes, well, I pay taxes. That's your job. And you get a lot of that. I do. No, I mean, every, but so does the city or the mm-hmm. park district or anything else. But why would we not want to invest in people being better? and having more successful lives and becoming responsible taxpayers that contribute to society, creating career pathways. I mean, we've done this with the Ag Academy, Mm -hmm. and everybody said you can't do that. You know, those kids aren't going to think corduroy jackets are cool. They're not, they don't own land. We don't farm. All this ignorance that you have to deal with when anytime you think outside the box. Mm -hmm. I feel like we've got a segment of society, and this could be anywhere, anywhere, but here in Decatur as well, of people who have just given up on life. They don't think there's any opportunity for them. And we don't want that because when they start thinking like that, then we start seeing a lot more in the community. We have to help our kids understand there is a future for them. Yeah. They can get past this. And at the same time, uh, you know, parents and and I I mean, is there a parent school? I I mean, is there a, and unfortunately we have kids having kids sometimes Mm -hmm. in society and and maybe they didn't have the best example either. And, uh, you you know, how do we help parents become parents? Because you don't just get it with the name. I think you have to start participating in your child's education by showing up. And that's key. Um, Not showing up with Mace. Right. Please don't do that. Um, when we have functions like parent university, you know, we had our first parent university early That's what on. I'm asking because I remember we did interviews yes. about this stuff. And, and what's the participation level? We had four parents and three of them were ours. So we're going to have another one. Um, actually, they're working on the flyer now. Um, and it's going to be in about three weeks, I believe it is. We need them to show up. Yeah. So we're promoting it. Um, we're going to have our schools to send out as much information as they can, and they're going to get tired of hearing about it because they're going to get robocalls. But you need to come out and hear what is happening with your children. Um, and what happens is that the kids that are that are doing well, those parents don't come because my kids aren't doing anything. Right. 
but you should come because you know of the families whose children are not. And you can be a good example. Yes, and maybe you can connect with them and say, hey, I was at Perrin University. This is what they talked about. Let's see what we can do. Okay, I've got to take a break. Stick tight, and we'll uh, come back and uh, finish the conversation. Nick's got your three-day forecast. Dr. Rochelle Clark in studios with District 61. Stay tuned. Today, we've got a little bit of fog this morning, then it's going to be partly sunny, high near 48. Tonight, partly cloudy, low around 31. For Saturday, mostly sunny, high near 50. And Sunday, mostly sunny with a high near 52. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 36 degrees. Your WSOY time is 723. Budweiser presents Pizzazz this Saturday at Sliders Bar and Grill. Pizzazz is Central Illinois' favorite party dance band, and they're ready to see you for an early show at Sliders Bar and Grill. Don't miss a fun evening of dancing at Sliders starting at 4 p.m. Grab some dinner, get a butter Bud Light, drink and dance all night long. Pizzazz at Sliders Bar and Grill this Saturday, 4 p.m. Sliders Bar and Grill, located on Route 36 East in Decatur. Don't miss the Argena Ice Fest 2024, Saturday, February 10th. Complete with kids' activities, great food, chili in the community building at Argenta, Smoking Jason's, HodgePodge Gourmet Grilled Cheese, Brick and Bean, Bake Sale, and music by the Sidewalk Stompers. Elm Street in Argenta will be lined with ice sculptures by Olympic gold medalist Eric Kendall. Check out live demonstrations and an ice carve-off competition. Plus, we'll have a vendor fair at the high school. Don't miss the Argenta Ice Fest, downtown Argenta, Saturday, February 10th. Check out the Argenta Ice Fest event on Facebook. Join the fun at the Bushlight Comedy Series at Three Ravens and Monticello. It's Jay Chris, February 15th, 16th, and 17th. Jay Chris appeared on America's Got Talent, The Tonight Show, Jimmy Kimmel Live, and Comedy Central. I've lost so much weight. It's the Bushlight Comedy Series at Three Ravens and Monticello with Jay Chris, February 15th, 16th, and 17th. Want tickets? Go to the Three Ravens Facebook page. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecator.com. All right, we're back here on a Friday, and in the uh, District 61 spotlight today, the uh, the chief, the boss, uh, the DPS uh, 61 superintendent, Dr. Clark, uh, uh, emotional plea yesterday. I say emotional, not in a way that is uh, to be like a demeaning word. Meaning, you I, this tears you up. I mean, you're losing sleep. Uh, I, I, I think sometimes people think these decisions are just made sort of arbitrarily. I just kick this kid out. I mean, you literally lose sleep over this. Absolutely, it is difficult because I know the life that this child has in front of them, and they are making a decision because they're not educated, real well-rounded, or truly understand that these consequences will follow them even into the future. Okay. Well, here's what I will tell you. Uh, there's principle for a day uh, coming up on, I, I thought it was a typo. You know, this is a leap year, February 29th. Uh, when I thought, I was like, oh, is that even on my calendar? Um, so we are going to Stephen Decatur Middle School. We, I, I, I went to Eisenhower last year, had a, a wonderful experience, but I thought, you know what, I'm going to go to where all this news is. Uh, and, and look at it with my own two eyes and, and also maybe do something where you all will be able to see it too. Cause what I, what, it's not just what I see when I go into schools. We had a K through 12 experience with District 61. Mm-hmm. And this, the, this six to eight percent 
was not our experience, right? Right. right. Uh, we were in the 67% uh, that went to school every day and did band and, and went to all the, the games and the things and had a wonderful experience. And then I remember K-8, it was okay. But when we started to get to high school, I, I had people in the community going, whoa, you're sending your kid to... Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes. I'm sending him to the school I went to. Right. Yes. Proud of that. And so there's that level of cynicism, regardless of statistics or numbers or actual reality. But I also know my experience, our experience, isn't everyone's experience in District 61. And that is true. But you're also getting a lot of rumored information. Oh, of course. And so and, and I'm glad you're seeing it for yourself. Our kids are doing great things. I tell people all the time. Regardless of what I'm experiencing, our kids are still worthy. And, and here's the thing where you can't win, mm-hmm. right? And, and that's just in the court of public opinion. Yes. And you got to quit worrying about that and find the hundred people that are willing to come in and do the work. Yes. Is that you have to tell the story of the 91% and you have to tell the story of the six to 8%. And there's not one or the other. It's right. both. Right. Because that was. That makes us decatur. Yeah, I heard someone say yesterday, like, well, we spend too much time celebrating and not enough following through on discipline. Like, no, this isn't either or. Mm-hmm. Your reality isn't either or. Right. You're going to school uh, into the Kyle building, into the schools every day, worrying just as much about those 67% as you are those 3 to 6%. Yes, every day. Right. Every day. And because the end goal is everyone, we want our kids to leave DPS able to fulfill a lifelong dream. Uh, here's what I'll tell you your pitfalls are, it, it, what you what you started yesterday. You've got me intrigued and thinking um, about what more can I do, uh, and, and, and that's a good thing. And you had a lot of groups in there that are doing a lot of this day-to-day work, you know, in the community with kids. Yes. A lot of them. Uh, my question is always, is why aren't you all combining forces to tackle this as one community and you're going to get territory stuff and you know this mm-hmm. i mean anytime you try to do anything people live in silos mm-hmm. you, you know uh but i think there's enough people in this community and i think people are that, that that are not cynical that believe you can do better and be better and get better results but we have to get if not these parents at least these kids to believe that there's opportunity for themselves yes yes and sometimes that means taking on the role of the parents. It does, and you are, and I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation yesterday. We'll be back after uh, Stories and News. When we get back, we'll check in with Mark Tupper, and then uh, Tom Brinkotter will be joining us. Angela from the Y, and we have an artist friend of Nick's who's going to be in town for the uh, big thing at the Arts Council tonight. A lot of that straight ahead. We'll be back with more right after this. This is RJ Crace with your stories. Now, it takes a village. That was the message during a community meeting hosted by Decatur Public Schools yesterday at the Main Street Church of the Living God to discuss the fighting and violence happening within DPS 61 schools. Superintendent Rochelle Clark hosted the forum and invited DPS staff, community and church leaders and organizations to discuss the issue and provide more details on the district's zero tolerance policy that's led to a series of expulsions. A recent incident involved a fight at Stephen Decatur Middle School during dismissal that included both students and parents. 23 students have been expelled this year. Clark says they're asking for the community to get involved and be part of the solution by adopting a school or mentoring. Area Girl Scouts are kicking off the Girl Scout cookie season today. Find out how you can purchase Girl Scout cookies at nowdecatur.com. In other news, it's Friday. More stories, podcasts, and videos at nowdecatur.com. 
I'm Gianna Gelosi. Several people are dead after a small plane crashed into a mobile home in Florida overnight, bursting into flames. We know that that home was completely destroyed. Three more nearby damaged by the fire. Thankfully, though, we are told by the fire chief here that inside those neighboring homes, those people were able to safely escape. That's Fox's Kelly Cowan in Clearwater. It's the biggest party in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, and it is official. What this weather did not provide is a shadow or reason to hide. Glad tidings on this Groundhog Day. An early spring is on the way. Punxsutawney Phil did not see a shadow, and that means that there will be an early spring. A federal agency took a look at Phil's record last year and put his accuracy rate at about 40%. America's listening to Fox News. Spring is just around the corner. From the ground up, Landscapes has a few spring installation slots still available, specializing in brick patios and sidewalks, outdoor kitchens, pergolas and pavilions, water features, plant installations, and more. Contact us at ftgulandscapes.com. That's ftgulandscapes.com to request a visit to discuss your job. Give us a call at 233-1310. That's 233-1310. From the ground up, Landscapes, by design for style. Don't miss your chance to cheer on Fighting Illini basketball this season. Deafening in here. 15,000, another sellout. We need all of Illini Nation to help us defend State Farm Center. And Illinois overcomes their largest deficit of the season. Great seat locations are still available for you to see Illinois basketball live this season. The Illini win it. Get your tickets today at FightingIllini.com. We get it. Technology is a big part of the world today. At Brinkhotter Realtors, we know that behind every powerful tool, there needs to be a compassionate person dedicated to your goals. We believe that a genuine connection is simply irreplaceable. With us, you get the best of both worlds, cutting-edge technology and a team of professionals who truly care. Discover the difference at Brinkhotter Realtors, where technology meets heart. Visit us online or call to connect with one of our agents today. Find your way home. Brinkhotter.com. All right, what's the weekend look like? A little fog this morning, then partly sunny, high of 48. Then tonight, partly cloudy, low around 31. For Saturday, mostly sunny, high near 50. And Sunday, mostly sunny, high near 52. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 36 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7.33. Tupper on Sports on WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Each and every weekday morning, we check in with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. All right, let's start with the Big Ten. I alluded uh, yesterday to the fact that we're heading into a stretch of games that will ultimately shape the way the Big Ten regular season championship plays out, uh, and many of those games will center on the top four teams in the standings, and one through four going into last night, it was Wisconsin, Purdue, Illinois, and Northwestern. And if last night's Wisconsin at Nebraska game is any indication, we're in for a wild ride. I, I didn't get to tune into the game until the start of the second half, and at that moment, Wisconsin was up by 18 
And that's impressive because Nebraska has been really difficult to beat on their home floor. But things changed in the second half. Uh, All of a sudden, Wisconsin couldn't make shots. They had turnover issues. And here came Nebraska closing the gap. Uh, Wisconsin is ranked sixth in the country. They're very hard to come from behind against because of the way they play. They're very deliberate. They don't get sped up. They don't uh, tend to get sloppy with the basketball. But Nebraska still managed to close that gap down. They tied the game. They forced overtime, and they won 80-72 to in overtime as their fans stormed the court. And uh, somewhere Illini, Purdue, and Northwestern fans and players and coaches were cheering because the standings look different today with Purdue now in first place at 9-2, and two, Wisconsin in second at 8-2, and two, Illinois in third at 7-3, and three, and Northwestern in fourth at 6-4. and four. I mentioned that um, there are two games Sunday that will impact the race. One is at noon, and that is Purdue at Wisconsin. That's a CBS national game, which should draw some eyes on a day with no football. And then at 5.30, it's Nebraska at Illinois on the Big Ten Network. You can listen to that game on WSOY. So Illinois is hoping Nebraska left all that positive energy on its home floor uh, after the dramatic comeback last night. And, you know, we're just halfway through the Big Ten schedule, including Sunday's game. Illinois has 10 regular season games to go, five at home, five on the road. They have home games against Nebraska, Michigan, Iowa, Minnesota, and Purdue. And they have road games at Michigan State, Maryland, Penn State, Wisconsin, and Iowa. So uh, last night, for me, stands as a reminder that, you know, you play well for a half, that doesn't matter. You've got to play wire to wire. You've got to keep coming back. If you get down, keep trying to come back. And uh, it's going to get crazy here in the final 10 games. All right. On the other side of the break, we'll do the uh, line eye in the NBA draft with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. It's brought to you by First National Bank, the quality bank, now open in downtown Decatur. With a CD special from First National Bank of Decatur, offering an annual percentage yield of 5.28, 5.39, and 5.54 for nine months, depending on the product type. For details, visit either Decatur branch at 1688 Baltimore Road or downtown in the Millican Building. You can also visit one of our other branches in Pena, Assumption, Taylorville, or Blue Mound. First National Bank of Decatur, the Quality Bank, FNBQuality.Bank, member FDIC. Back here with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. All right, Coleman Hawkins. We had a discussion last night on Sport Talk during our visit with Kedrick Prince, who covers Illinois basketball and football and is part of the Illini Guys group that has a show that airs here on WSOY each Saturday morning. Uh, Ked's a big Coleman Hawkins fan, so am I. Uh, we love his ability to do everything, uh, defend multiple positions, handle the ball, pass the ball, uh, make shots, hit threes. And at six foot ten, he's a matchup problem for every team. That said, we are in agreement that his propensity for protesting every foul call against him has to change. Uh, like now, he's hurting himself and he's hurting his team. Uh, at Ohio State the other night, he had two fouls. When he was called for number three, he didn't like the call. He protested in an animated way, which is what he does and got a quick technical foul. That was his fourth. Landed on the bench at a time when Illinois needed him on the floor. 
And Kedrick felt like the technical was a, what he, I think he called it a reputation technical where the official uh, could see it coming. Uh, They don't like to be called out publicly with a bunch of hand waving and he just wasn't going to take it. And bang, he hit him with the technical. Um, Kedrick also said he has talked to an NBA guy who said NBA scouts are very aware of Coleman's reputation of doing this and that they do not like it and that it's hurting his draft stock in their eyes. And it's silly because when you think about it, when's the last time you saw a player uh, in an animated way, protest a foul call, and the referee looked at him and said, oh, you know what, you're right, I, I'll take that foul back. It never happens. It doesn't get you anywhere. Um, and it has to stop right now. And Brad Underwood has talked to him about it. It calmed down for a couple of day, uh, games, uh, and now he's back to doing it. And Brad has got to yank him the minute he goes down that road. Just Coleman has to just walk away and get ready for the next play. Uh, Kendrick also said that he has talked to Coleman's father and he did not discount the possibility that Coleman Hawkins, who we assume is in his final year, that Coleman Hawkins and maybe even Marcus Damask could elect to come back next year for the freebie COVID year that the NCAA grants players. Um, and, that would surprise me, but with name, image, and likeness money as an as a lure, I suppose it's possible. Um, but I'm going to be watching Coleman Sunday against Nebraska, and you watch him too. If he if he gets whistled for a foul, which inevitably will happen, uh, he's just got to turn and walk away, and or or nod his head positively or some kind of a thing. He can't. Referees are waiting for him. To, to do the protest stuff, and um, more technicals are in his future if he does that. All right, my friend. Have a great weekend, and we will check in with you Monday morning. Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. By the way, uh, I saw the Illinois, or the uh, Millican men's basketball team beat Wesley. Nice. Like the first time since 2016. Yeah. Heck yeah, good. Just <laughs> throw that out there. And, and I would tell you the, the officials of all officials, rugby. You can't even imagine how tough you have to be out there with all those guys. Trampled. And they just shut him down. Like, he, this guy was being reasonable listening to it, and then he's like, nah, get out of my face. Nice. <laughs> Except it was like a cool Scottish accent or something. And they look kind of tough, too. Honorable mention to the hockey refs, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they go in there and let it go for a minute, but when they want it done, it's done. And then they got to skate while they're doing it. Just rip you know somebody what? That, out. That's a really good point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Check it out. Nowdicator.com. If you missed any of the show today, all of our podcasts driven by the Bob Brady Auto Group. We'll be back after the break. Tom Brinkout joins us in studio. Stay tuned. Daisy was abandoned and placed in foster care at 15 years old. Before I was adopted, I felt like I wasn't enough. I had a hole in my heart. But when my mom asked to adopt me, that hole was closed. The Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption is changing the lives of teenagers lingering in foster care, like Daisy, who need a safe, permanent home now. You can help. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. 
A massive data leak, being called the mother of all breaches, has been announced. Billions upon billions of records with sensitive data from previous breaches, newly stolen data, and privately sold databases have been exposed. Cyber criminals can use this information to commit identity theft. Help protect yourself and join the millions who trust LifeLock. LifeLock detects identity threats and alerts you if your information is being used. If you become a victim, LifeLock will work to fix it. Save up to 25% your first year with promo code NEWS at LifeLock.com. Listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Good morning and welcome. We're back here on a Friday. Straight ahead, uh, a little bit later, Angela with the Y, and then your buddy, your attorney artist friend. I don't think I've ever used those two words together. Don't usually go hand in hand. <laughs> He's going to be on display, at, or his work's going to be on display at the Arts Council tonight, That's correct. right? Yep. It's their first Friday. Yep. So come downtown and, uh, you know, eat. One of the restaurants, you know, mingle around, and uh, you can see uh, one of Nick's friends. Uh, pretty cool stuff. Uh, we'll be talking to him around 845 this morning. Tom Brinkouter joins us in the studios. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Uh, look, well, the sun's out. Look. Yeah, and it's warm out. Yeah, enjoy it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, all right, so before we get into the home highlight, uh, of which you can find on our Facebook page right now, we're giving away, oh, $25 gift card to Notorious Meats. Hey, that's awesome. I just went there the other day. I've been there twice. Chicken meatloaf, bacon wrap, chicken meatloaf. All right, there you go. I second that. Yeah? Yeah, it's very good. All right, good stuff. Uh, all right, well, listen, check it out, and uh, all you have to do is like, comment, feel free to share. And, and I will tell you, if you're a serious buyer, things are starting to, you know, uh, Brian told us that uh, last Friday's highlight literally uh, was under contract by Monday morning. So yeah. this, not that there's, I, there's always urgency, but if it's something you really like, and we're going to get to right. that. Yeah. The trend's continuing. Yeah. Inventory's still low. There's only 128 actives on as of this morning, but things are selling very quickly. Uh, still multiple offers on, on a lot. There's 90 pendings. The good news is, is all the, the three leading indicators we look at every month are, are, are all up double digits. So when you look at total units sold in this January versus last January, up 18.2%. Wow. We had 78 sales versus 66 last year in January. Uh, the average sales price, uh, in January, this January is 134,000. That's up 19.8% versus last January. And the big one is volume. Uh, we had 10.5 million in sales this January, 7.4 million in sales last January. That's a 42% increase in volume. Now explain to me, you know, because percentages, you know, depending on what you do for a living, right. you know, are all over the place. How unusual is a 42% increase in month over month? That's pretty significant, but last January was pretty low. Okay. Uh, okay. Right. So last January. But across all your categories, you're, you're double digits. That's right. Yeah. And, and as a company, I can tell you as a company, our volume's up 36% for January. So that, this is all good news. The market, you know, rates came down a little bit. The, the national average rate right now is about 6.1% which is a lot better than in the sevens where it was, uh, you know, a year ago. And if that thing touches fives, then, you know, all bets are off. I think more buyers will get in the market. Okay. Interesting. Uh, we got, we'll do the home highlight today and you got that gift card. Go to our Facebook page right now. You can get an early preview. Uh, all right. So you're, you're hitting the new year. Uh, we got some sunshine. Yeah. Right? I feel like there's a little wind. 
under our feet. I, I, I'm positive this year. I, I think uh, we've got a good start to the year uh, with a great January, and I'm hoping that this trend continues. I hope the rates get below six, Brian. I think more people will list their homes if that happens. It seems to be that that's on its way. Yeah. I don't know when, but it's on its way. Well, the Fed didn't lower the rate last time. No, but they're, I, I feel like it's it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. I, I, I'm very positive about this year. I'm, we just need a little bit more inventory. We've got all these buyers wanting to buy a home. So what causes... And, nothing, and, and really, the inventory just continues to be too low. So what sort of chain reaction happens if they lower interest rates? Well, I think you have you have people in their homes now that have an extremely low interest rate that they got maybe during COVID, okay, 2 3%. So they don't want to switch that low rate for a, for a rate at 7%. But if we get into the fives, that might, that might trigger a little more activity of people being willing to sell their homes, maybe buy another one. Okay. Um, and by the way, you know, if you are interested, uh, Brink Outer will come to your place. I mean, they'll check it out. They'll, I mean, Absolutely. Th- there's no fee. There's no kind. Con- I mean, they will literally do that for you. Absolutely. We, we have 61 agents. Um, we're more than happy to come out, take a look at your home, give you a, a free competitive market analysis, which is where we'll look at your home. We'll look at comps. We'll give you an idea of, of where it is in today's market. And, you know, right now you're probably as high as it's ever been to, to just, to be honest with you, our average sales price ended the year last year at about 150, almost $150,000, which is unheard of in our market. Significantly higher. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. What do we know about 6546 John Drive? I, I like a name, like, uh, like a street name that's just one first name. Where do you live? I'm on John. Hey, we got one on, we got one we got under contract. It's 123 Home. I love that's, it. That's that. What do you think? You don't have to remember anything. <laughs> hey, move in ready and you're ready to go. Uh, all right. This is the key team. So Tony and his crew uh, and uh, uh, Nick, the highlights, you know, it, it, this is in Mount Zion School District, uh, first and foremost, 6546 John Drive and nearly a half acre. What are, what are you seeing here? First thing that I noticed as I started to click through the galleries, I always look at the windows. So much natural light. Some of the bedrooms even have multiple windows stacked. You've got the, uh, I don't know what you even call them, like the breakfast nook style windows that go outside in formation. And so I'm, I'm looking at it, modern flooring. You've got some textured wallpaper in a positive way, good looking wallpaper, good clean looking baseboards, walls, ceilings, all that stuff. And I'm like, all right, this is a nice, nice solid house. When you get to that kitchen, though, yeah. I think the kitchen is probably the crown jewel. That thing is smoking. It looks amazing. It looks updated and modern. It looks like you have plenty of room for all your stuff. And I like the flow of the house. That's just my first take. Yeah, I like the backyard, the backs up to the woods. Uh, you know, I, I, I think... I don't want to be like right on time. Privacy. <laughs> huh? Privacy. Yeah. And not like a, you know, Howard Hughes kind of way. Just, you know, it's just <laughs> nice to have some trees, you know, when you look out the other uh, window to have some nature there. And it's a ranch. Yeah. Everybody wants a ranch. And brick, uh, oh. a partial brick. It, it is. Uh, so Two car at, attached garage. Yeah. So we're looking at, uh, what, what, 1,685 square feet. Uh, your cost there about $104 a square foot. Uh, two bathrooms, three bedrooms. Uh, you, you've got, it looks like what you have uh, is a really nice neighborhood that's not all on top of each other. You got some views, you got some scenery. What do you like about this, Brian? It's it's in a great location. It's in Mount Zion Schools. It's a ranch. Um, just a, it's a high demand property. Um, Dead end road, by the way, so you don't have through traffic coming through. That's right. That's it, nice. It's just a, it's a great piece of property. 
All right, so $174,500. And you can uh, contact Tony and the key team uh, and go to our Facebook page right now. We're giving away a $25 gift card. We're not. Brink Otter is through us for Notorious Meats. You know, Brian, what did you say that price per square foot was? $104. Okay, go to any other market and find a home this nice at a, at $100 a square not foot. Not even close. I mean, you won't, you won't be able to. It's, it's you unbelievable can't go to Bloomington to what you can get for your money here. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about, you know, we, we obviously have things we're tackling. We've got things that we're very excited about. You know, I think that, that people spend way too much time trying to th- think about everything being good or everything being bad when life is always a little bit of both. Community yeah, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, you got you got problems you got to handle, and you got success stories you need to celebrate. That's right, and, and you know, don't get too high, don't get too low. Try to try to stay in the middle a little bit and deal with what you got to deal with. Yeah, but you do a lot of things outside of selling homes, which clearly, <laughs> I, I mean, you're involved in the community. You get a more ground eye level of the good and yeah. the bad things that need work and things that we ought to go look. We should be super proud of that. Right. A lot of jobs coming. What, what's right. that look like? Uh, you, you know, for I mean, clearly we'd like to do. Every Everything we can to get local people the training they need to be able to step into those jobs. But there's probably going to be people that are going to have to move here. Absolutely. The, and what does that look like? What it looks like right now is we have a severe housing shortage. Right. Um, we need some apartments. We need somebody to come in into this community and, and develop some apartments. And, and will that happen if interest rates go down? I mean, is that a big factor in that decision? Well, one of the biggest factors in that decision for a developer is you have to be able to make it work. It's got to be able to cash flow. And the cost to construct right now is so high that it almost prohibits you from being able to do that because you got to get super high rents in order to make that project work, right? Yeah. So we got to find a way to subsidize that somewhere so where we can we can make it an incentive for a big developer to come in here and build us a 250 you know, unit apartment complex because that's what's going to be needed. If you look at that Brush College corridor, You're just out and, there yesterday, and what Nicole Bateman's working on, yeah. you know, there's there's they're coming. And in that carbon sequestration is one of the big reasons they're they're coming. And we're going to need housing, uh, specifically apartment housing. There was a study done. I think we're 600 units short. Yeah. Uh, well, what was the last time one was built? 70s. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, maybe 80s, but it's at least that long ago, yeah. right? It's been a while. There's been some senior, you know, stuff that's been. And downtown, we could use some downtown too. Yeah. Be nice to have a hotel downtown, and you know, there, there's all kinds of discussions going on, and we try to keep our finger on the pulse of that and help help wherever we can, and you know, we meet with all the the leaders, and you know, one of the things I'm doing now, Brian, is I, I started a little podcast. It's called Tuesdays with Tom, and we're bringing in community leaders and volunteer organizations and we're we're giving them you know talking to them trying to let everybody know what they're working on what's going on it's we've done our first two and it's pretty fun all right so just give me your take on doing that like for the first couple of times i I mean from from your end no i would just be interesting like as you're sitting there you, you know um it, it's a it's a job like for like, I, I don't know that anybody's ever stopped you and said let me tell you how you should sell houses right and yeah. I don't think anybody ever stopped Kevin Brady goes let me tell you how you should sell insurance this job getting on the microphone everybody will tell you what you should or shouldn't be yeah, doing well, I'm not telling anybody I, I'm, I'm <laughs> no no it. what I'm saying is they're gonna be, hey, you know Tom you should uh, yeah. <laughs> ask this question yeah so are you enjoying yourself actually the first two I, I recorded a third one yesterday but uh, yeah it, it's uh, 
it's conversational. It's, yeah. it's not like you're, I'm interviewing somebody. So, so who are the first two? The first one is Jennifer Don with Paw Print Ministries, okay. who, who does yeoman's work with that organization. And then the second one, uh, is Miranda Rothrock. I'm heavily involved in the chamber. You know, the chamber so we, board, yeah. So we had her come in and tell what the chamber's working on. And then yesterday I recorded one with Amy Dial of my office all about staging your home and getting, Very important, getting it right? ready to sell, well, what you should do. And- we'll tease that because that I, I'm telling you, psychologically, I don't think people have the, uh, any understanding about how important that is. I, I mean, I know even when Nick and I are doing our thing on Friday mornings, you know, if you have a bear open, yeah. it's it's people can't see it. There was a picture, uh, guys, sorry to step in there. There was a picture that I saw in this particular house. And it's from the living room, looking out through the porch, onto the deck, and there's snow outside with a fireplace off there. That picture and picturing in my head, man, on a cold day with snow outside, right by that fireplace is a place I'd want to be. And sometimes the the theater of the mind, sometimes staging it can just put you over the end. And she doesn't just stage. She doesn't just come in and tell you what to do for the sake of telling you to do this. She literally pulls comparables, looks at the neighborhood and says, if we do this, our return will be this. So it's it's about more dollars in your pocket as a seller more than it is, let's just paint this wall to paint it. Yeah. I, I just think it's it's so many people like, you know, if you want to sell your car, you wash it and you make it look exactly. <laughs> you know, you don't. And it, and I know it's not new, new, but it's, you know, newer era of doing these kind of things. But yeah. investing just a little bit more right. of that up front is going to pay dividends. And, down and Brian, we started this service. We don't charge for it. Yeah. You know, you list your home with us. We'll bring Amy in if you want us to bring Amy in or if the agent invites her in. She literally will come into the home with with paint switch swatches. And tell you exactly what color to paint it. Yeah. She tells people, you need this light bulb in your light. Your house will look better with this, this, this light bulb. Yeah. That's it's great. That mu- it's that much detail. That's super. Fantastic. Uh, let's take a quick break, Nick, uh, and come back and wrap it up. Sure. Uh, Tom Brinkout are in the studios. We'll be back with more right after this. Sure, it's not the easiest topic to discuss with your loved ones, but at Brentlinger and Earl, we can help guide you through the talk of a lifetime and pre-plan for the unexpected. It's a hard topic, but so very important. I'm Brian Mose, director here at Brentlinger and Earl. Pre-planning your funeral arrangements can help relieve the burden on your family during an already difficult time. It ensures that your wishes are carried out exactly as you want them to be and that your unique life and values are reflected. Just visit BrentlingerandEarl.com and find out more or call me directly at 217-875-1283. Listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. All right, so <laughs> Diana Ross, we have Tom Brinkouter in studios. Uh, I want to clarify something because I was asking about the podcast and I was looking at Decatur looking for the podcast. And I'm like, oh my God, the podcast isn't there. It's <laughs> not making its debut. You've pre recorded these. Right. So next Tuesday. Next Tuesday will be the first, uh, first one we release. Okay. All right. I just want to be. <laughs> We, we can't have a call to action, you know, when there's no action. Yeah, so, we, I heard the spot this morning. Okay. Starting, starting this upcoming starting Tuesday. Starting Tuesday. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Uh, and you'll be able to find that on the Nauticator podcast page and throughout our social media and uh, all of that. Well, I, I'm glad you're having fun with that. Sometimes it's good to have an outlet just to do what you want to do. You know, it's a little scary at first, Brian, to be honest with you, because I'm not I'm not a broadcaster. <laughs> and, you you know, you sit there. Nick and I aren't real estate agents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we but just, you do a good we, job. Nick ought to work for HGTV. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Uh, all right. So Nauticator.com next Tuesday will make its debut, and then you'll have every Tuesday a new one up. 
Yeah, we'll we'll put a new one out every Tuesday, and and uh, you know we're just we're trying to talk to let people know what's going on in the community. It's not going to be nuts and bolts real estate. We are going to talk some real estate, like how to get your home ready. Sure. You know what's a what's the the new first time home buyer process. We'll we'll give some some podcasts informational, with, yeah, with informational on real estate. But we also want to highlight our community and highlight people in the community, Brian, that are making a, you know a big difference. Good for you. Good for you. Next Tuesday, com. Tom, we appreciate it, man. Have a Thank great you. weekend. And yeah, uh, don't too. forget our home highlights. You could get a $25 gift card to Notorious Meats. Uh, just go to the Naticator Facebook page right now and check out the property. 6546 John Drive. Tony and the key team are your real estate agents. We know for a fact they will do everything for you. So contact them if you're interested in seeing the house. Uh, and you can look at the link right on our Facebook page. We're going to take a break for top of the hour stories and news. When we get back here, Angela's going to join us and uh, Nick's buddy, uh, an artist and a lawyer, I don't think I've ever said those two words together, is going to be uh, on display at the Arts Council tonight. We'll tell you all about how you can attend and have fun. Stay tuned. This is Brian Barnhart, voice of the Fighting Illini on Decatur's home for Fighting Illini Athletics for over 75 years. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM and streaming at nowdecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. The deadline to nominate a person or business for the 2023 Chamber Awards is today, so get in those nominations. Winners will be selected in five categories, Ambassador of the Year, Community Contributor of the Year, Entrepreneur of the Year, Nonprofit of the Year, and Small Business of the Year. Nominations can be made on the Chamber's website by the close of business today. Now through March 31st, you can help support Ronald McDonald House Charities by buying a heart at any participating McDonald's in central Illinois. You can purchase a heart for $1, 2 or $5. The Give a Little Love campaign helps Ronald McDonald House Charities provide a supportive home away from home for families. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.